Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Great to have you guys back here to PyPod Chronicles. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been keeping up with the blog, then you know me. I'm Rusty Raccoon. But if you've been keeping up with the podcast, I'm Josh. Welcome back to episode 14. I gave this one a title, Creating a Python Dash Dashboard with Plotly. You heard me correctly, a dash dashboard. (laughs) This is going to be a step-by-step guide. Now, it's difficult to follow along without being able to hear code, right? So if you guys head over to the blog in the link in the description of this episode, you will find an article creating a Python Dash dashboard with Plotly. And this is some of what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. And hey, while you're over there on the blog looking for this article, grab yourself a free copy of my handcrafted Python guidebook that I've made specially for you guys. It's available to all new subscribers absolutely free. So pick yourself up a copy while you're over there. If you're looking to create a dash dashboard, then you're in the right place. Now I said dash two times, that's confusing. Well, we're going to be making a data analysis dashboard with a framework called Dash from the company Plotly. I'm going to walk you through a bit of the process of setting up your environment and getting some type of interactive dashboard going, all while using Python. We're going to cover everything from the initial setup to a little bit more advanced topics. I've been experimenting with Dash now for a few months, which It's been incredibly helpful because this is a powerful framework that has allowed me to build web-based analytical applications using my home language, Python. It leverages the simplicity and the ease of use of Python along with a bunch of the interactive capabilities that Plotly brings. So you're able to create these cool, dynamic, customizable dashboards that are like essentially real-world websites. Before we dive in, right, we need to get your development, your environment ready to go. So first things first, if you don't already have Dash and Plotly, which I assume you don't, let's get that installed. I'm on a Mac, so I'm going to run pip3 install Dash in my terminal, as well as pip3 install Plotly. And this can be done in one chunk as well. If you're on a Windows, you can probably do pip install. That works most of the time as well. Now that you have your development environment set up, it's time to create a basic structure for your dashboard. If you've used Flask, you're going to see incredible similarities. And if you haven't used Flask yet, you're going to want to after this. If you're unfamiliar with it, Flask is a framework that's used to create websites or web applications in Python. Dash is built on top of Flask, so it has a lot of similarities. To start things off in your code, you can import all the core components you need. So I would need dash, you can import dash core components, as well as dash HTML components. And these will allow us to create an HTML-like template. 
After our imports, you need an app object. Just like you created in any Flask application, I need an app object. And the value of this is the dash class with the special name constructor method inside of it. App equals dash double underscore name. Now you have this app object. Everything is really added into this app object. And we want to affect the layout of the object because the layout is how your website is going to look, how your dashboard is going to look. We can use app.layout to change the layout property of our app object. And then we can use the div class from our HTML components. And this is now working just like HTML. I have a div. Within the div, you can add things like h1, p tags, different headers, anything you could add in an HTML website, you can add here. In order to run your application, all you need to do at the bottom of the code is take your app object and call the run server method on it. It's also helpful if you can put in as a parameter debug and set that to true. And that's going to run a debugger naturally. And every time that you're coding along and making changes to your code, it's going to update it along the way. To make your dashboards interactive, we need to incorporate what we call callbacks. And essentially, a callback allows you to update the content of your dashboard based on user input or changes in the data. And these are an essential part of the Dash framework. So imagine a user has like a slider bar. And the bar starts at zero, but the bar goes to 100. And the user can click and drag a slider. I want to get the value from which the user selects and use that data. That's a callback. To do this, you can use the app decorator. So at symbol app, that's the decorator, dot callback, right? And callback is like a method. In here is where you want to put your output as well as your input. And if you're following along in the article, I have a few code snippets there, right? And you can kind of see how I've set that up. We define a callback function that takes the selected option out of our drop-down component. Inside a callback function, that's where you put all that logic that you want to continuously update your chart along the way. The purpose of these amazing callbacks is to create a dynamic and responsive user experience. A big part of working with Dash is all about user experience, what the user is going to see. How can you visually tell a story to these users? That's the goal of this. When the user interacts with an input component specified in the callbacks input, so like clicking a button or sliding a bar, that's when the callback function is automatically invoked. Inside the callback function is where you define the logic to update the output components based on the changed inputs. So that could involve anything from getting data, performing calculations, transforming data, you name it. The callback function then returns the updated values from the output components, and this value is then used by Dash to update the corresponding output element in the web app. Pretty cool. A lot of things happening right there. Plotly provides a wide range of chart types and customization options, right? So remember in the previous episode, I used Plotly graph objects, and I talked about something called the scatter class. You can use that here. Right? It's the same thing. It's all Plotly. If you want to provide a comprehensive analysis, then again, you could display multiple charts in a single dashboard. 
That's really powerful. So a few advanced plot types that you might see around in Dash and Plotly. And in Plotly, remember, you can use multiple charts to display multiple different things to a person. But Plotly has a bunch of charts. There's the scatter plots, pie charts, heat maps, 3D plots. I can make a 3D plot to represent data in three dimensions. It's so powerful. Think of all the visual effects you can do. A visually appealing and user-friendly dashboard, that can significantly improve any user experience. It can keep customers coming back, and that's your goal. Dash Framework provides several components to enhance the user interfaces, like drop-down boxes, sliders, checkboxes, you name it. There's objects for it. Once you have this application, you need to deploy your dashboard. You may want to deploy it to a web server or share it with others. Well, Dash has a few options for you, including hosting. So you can actually host your Dash dashboard on a platform like Heroku. That's wildly popular. Or you can deploy it on your own server. Just check out some of the Dash documentation because that's going to help guide you based on what you're looking for and the type of computer you have. Let's wrap things up for this episode. You've been introduced how to create a Dash dashboard, but more specifically, you've been introduced to what is the Dash framework. I've introduced a few steps you can take. I've given you some code examples along the way as well. With this knowledge, you can create your own interactive dashboards to create these visually appealing applications. You can use the Dash framework with other visualization libraries too, like Matplotlib or Seaborn. That's perfectly fine. Dash is designed to handle small to medium-sized applications. Anything large scale, you might want to start looking towards Flask or Django. And my final point is, yes, you can incorporate real-time data updates to your dashboard. You can do this through the topic I mentioned, callbacks. That's all for now. Thanks, guys, for tuning in for this episode of PyPod Chronicles. And be sure to check out the blog if you're looking for more. As always, the link is in the description. Let's help our community grow. Until next time, I'll see you guys in the next episode.